different things that Rome was dealing with. First was a military assault by Lars Porcena. He was an Etruscan king that Tarquin the Proud had allied himself with. The second was a fear that anyone important was about to turn themselves into a king. Publius Valerius had to deal with both of those things. Brutus had just been killed in battle. A battle, in fact, against the forces of Lars Porcena, and a battle that Rome wound up winning. Valerius returned to Rome to march in a triumph for his victory against Lars Porcena. And although triumphs had existed before, it's possible that this marked a deeper Romanization of the triumph, which had a few differences, especially in the chariot the triumphi rode in, which was built to resemble a tower. Valerius basked in his success and started construction of a house on the Velian Hill, which might have actually been him rebuilding the old royal palace. How much Valerius wanted to make himself king was somewhat unclear, but once he was building there on the hill overlooking most of the people of Rome, without having held an election for the consul to replace Brutus, everybody started to make it known that he wanted to be king. He was so aware of the danger that he was in that he hired a crew to completely demolish the house to its foundation in the dead of night, and Rome woke up to him the next day homeless and begging for a place to stay. He continued the self-flagellation by lowering the fasces, which is said to have delighted the masses. He built a new house at the bottom of the hill. He probably put through two important laws, one which granted citizens the right to appeal decisions, and one which forbade the monarchy permanently. Finally, with the people of Rome back in his corner, he requested a new election to fill the vacant consul seat left by Brutus. According to Livy, when he was trying to demonstrate that he didn't want to be king, he rebuked all of the people by saying, Can you find no man worth enough to be above your suspicion? I am the bitterest enemy of the kings, yet I must feel your suspicion of wanting to be one myself. Does my reputation among you really hang on so light a thread? This would finally shame the people of Rome, who were embarrassed that they had accused him of wanting to be king, and so now hailed him Publicola, or friend of the people. There was a co-consul elected named Marcus Horatius, and Publius went on to win several more victories against the Sabines, and several more consular elections. He befriended an Etruscan king named Attius Clausus, and when he died, he was awarded the rare honor of being buried within the walls of the city. Publicola was one in a long line of people who would be haunted by the specter of kingship for several Roman generations. Rome would get into the cycle of loving its heroes and then hating them for their greatness, then going back to admiring them once they had survived the test of fire. It's a cycle that we're sort of familiar with today, to raise someone on the back of our own expectations and then get frustrated when they act like a human and fail to live up to those expectations. Cough, cough, Elon Musk, cough, cough. Publicola would continue to be a mark of republicanness for centuries. When Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and James Madison wrote the Federalist Papers, they used the name Publius to denote their deep distrust of monarchy. So in the end, he had a pretty solid legacy. How much it lived up to his original expectation, we might never know. Thank you very much, and I look forward to talking to you next time.